Hello there, welcome to part three in our self-care exploration series. I'm really, really excited for this episode, and I actually think that this is an episode that you might want to come back to even outside of the self-care exploration. We're talking about our views of accountability and also taking our power back. So this is going to be a very well-rounded and timely episode for many transitions or changes or moments where you really just want to improve your life, I think this episode is going to be one that you'll want to come back to. But for the sake of the self-care series, before we get started, I do want to remind you that there is a part one and a part two. And if you are joining me and moving along this series week by week, I do want to encourage you to go back and at least listen to those episodes, even if you don't take part in the journaling or really sitting down to explore it for yourself. I think that a lot of things in this episode will become a lot more clear if you listen to those first two parts before diving into this one. So part one is all about your current level of awareness with self-care. Part two is all about expanding that and sort of looking outside of the box as to what self-care could mean to us in our day-to-day lives. And as I said, today we are talking about accountability, always a very hot topic, and taking our power back. So I'm really excited to hear what you think of this episode. It is really fiery for me. I have a lot to say about this. So let's jump in and I'll see you there. As we kick off today's discussion, I want to offer us just a really gentle reminder. I've noticed that the subjects of accountability and taking our power back and just what we're capable of doing, each of us individually, on our own, is very different person to person. And our viewpoints on what we need to be successful are very different person to person. And so as we jump into this conversation around these things, I just want to remind you, especially if you didn't get a chance to listen to part one and part two, and you're kind of coming into this one, just knowing you have an interest in the accountability topic. I just want to remind you that this is coming from my experience and what I've witnessed within myself and what I have been really blessed to witness within others. And some of the things that I mentioned today or the things that I feel really passionate about in this might not feel true for you. And when I say taking your power back, that is partially exactly what I mean. And it's really incredible when we start to recognize that all of us see things through a very different lens. We all have extremely unique life experiences. We have all been through different things. We all learned in very different ways how to take care of ourselves to begin with, right? And like I said, what we're capable of or not capable of doing on our own. And I really, really want you to notice what feels true for you in this episode and also what feels a little difficult. What parts do you not agree with? And know that that is your power. That is exactly what I'm referencing when I talk about your power. It is your truth, regardless of what it is that I am offering you today. So just know, again, this is based off of my experience. And there's no right or wrong in this in the same way that there's no right or wrong in the way that we practice self-care. So as we 
begin to tiptoe into the land of accountability, self-care, really shifting our habits and the way that we go about our lives, I do want you to consider just lightly what accountability means to you. And even more than that, do you feel that when you are trying to achieve something new for yourself or when you are learning to take care of yourself in a specific way or you're even going through these episodes, for example, do you feel that accountability is something that you need to be successful in creating any type of change in your life? The answer to this could be yes, it could be sometimes, it could be no. Just notice what comes up for you. And the reason that accountability and self-care go hand in hand is because when it comes to taking care of ourselves in any way, when it comes to putting ourselves towards the forefront of our to care for list, really, sometimes it can be really easy to not do it because no one's noticing that we're not doing it. It can be really easy to go months without doing something for yourself in a self-care kind of way when no one else is noticing whether or not you are doing that. You might be noticing like, oh yeah, true. (laughs) When no one is asking me or following up or when I don't share what it is that I'm needing with others and no one is keeping me accountable, it's easy for me to just say, oh, well, I can do that for myself later. And that's where this idea of accountability comes into play. That's where I've noticed, especially being in my position as a coach, as someone who is helping women sort of create these routines and and habits for themselves and really take their power back in this, is that when I start working with someone, one of the first things that we often talk about, and in fact, one of the things that that most of us are often looking for when we do work with someone in this way, is I really want you to keep me accountable, or I need you to keep me accountable, or I won't do it. I have said that before. I even have utilized that in different ways in my business. And so accountability is not wrong in any way. But what I really want us to get clear on today is how much we require accountability to do what it is that we need to actually operate at our best in our lives, to actually lean into self-care, to take those 10 minutes, to even take lunch during the day, right? Like all of these little things that we think that people don't notice if we don't mention it. And if we do mention it and we're like, oh, that person's watching me, then we tend to do it, right? There's this whole sort of cycle around accountability. And when we require someone else to keep us accountable and we don't feel as though we can or would do anything if someone wasn't keeping us accountable, notice how much we diminish our power to care for ourselves in our own innate way. And I'm going to use an example that isn't necessarily relatable for me, but I've thought about it a couple of times and and a couple of clients that I've worked with have, you know, newborn babies and, and toddlers and just babies in the phase where they're learning to sort of self soothe themselves without their mothers. And again, I can't speak into this in a deep way, but I just want to use this as an example. When we are babies or when we were babies, 
there were innate needs that we had in which we voiced for, right? So we would cry if we were hungry or we needed attention or, you know, whatever it was, like whatever the need was, we very openly spoke for it. It is innate to speak for it. And there was power in that, even though we didn't notice it. And it's interesting that as we get older and as we learn, again, through our own lens, what is allowed and what is not allowed, what is appropriate and what is not appropriate, what's selfish and what is not selfish, what can I ask for in my life and what can't I ask for, that innate wisdom within us starts to diminish a little bit. And we start to really determine more cognitively what it is that we're allowed to do for ourselves and what it is that we're not. And this is a whole discussion in itself. But I just want you to notice that at one point in time, your needs and the way that you needed to be cared for started to shift based on your life experiences. And as we become adults, we really do operate on what we learned as kids, whether or not we realize that. I actually gave an example to someone the other day. We were in a really beautiful conversation around some feelings that started to come up for her that she thought she had sort of moved past and some emotions that felt really, really strong for her, some thoughts that she hadn't thought in a really long time that she thought were just done for her, right? Things that she thought she had healed, for lack of a better term. And I had this visual in my head of a tree stump. And you know when we're kids, we we learned that the lines in a tree stump were the number of years that that tree had been alive. At least that's what I learned. I honestly, to this day, have no idea if that's legit. (laughs) Someone tell me. But nonetheless, that is what I learned about a tree and the circles that were in the tree. And I had used this as sort of a a metaphor for her where what we learn as kids is sort of like each little line in that tree stump. And as we grow into adults and we go through our teenage years, those lines never go away, right? They just build on top of each other. And what's really interesting when it comes to self-care and you know, what we think we're worthy of, and, and again, what we think we can ask for, we have learned over time, like those lines in a tree stump, what it is that we can do and can't do. Okay, so let's bring this back to accountability. The reason why this relates so directly to accountability is because when we ask someone to keep us accountable, When we tell someone what it is we want to do for ourselves, there's this level of permission that for some reason we learned at some point in time we couldn't give to ourselves. And I find that so intriguing because when you think about how powerful you are as a human being on this planet and how much you have moved through at this point in your life, There is so much internal power. There's a flame inside of you that burns without anyone else needing to see it, without anyone else needing to give you that permission, without anyone else needing to say, hey, did you do that today for yourself? And it is our role at this point in our lives to refine that flame 
And this isn't to say that accountability isn't useful. And I want to make sure that I'm very clear on that as well in this moment, because I do think it's useful and community is useful. I would not have a place in this world, in my profession, if accountability and being able to sort of bounce things off of each other wasn't meaningful, right? I mean, that is a huge part of my role as a coach and mentor and speaker and all of the things that I get to do in my profession. But if we see accountability as the thing that makes us successful, we just diminish our own flame. So as you journal this week, I want you to really sit with What are your current beliefs about accountability? Do you believe that you need accountability in order to stay aligned with yourself? Do you believe that you are not capable of doing what you set out to do in self-care or in any other fashion if you don't have someone keeping you accountable? At what point does accountability become a reason to not do what you innately, deep down, know that you need to do for yourself. And in that, also noticing in what ways accountability serves you. In what ways are you able to really step to your next level because there are other people there with you in the experience. And that's that other differentiation, right? Accountability is not necessarily... I need you to tell me what to do so that I do it and make sure that I do it. Accountability is also, we are linking arms in this together and we're in this life together. Even if we're doing two separate things, we are moving through life at the same time, which by the way, not to get all, you know, spiritual about this, but how amazing that you and I get to be on this planet at the same time together moving through this at the same time together. The odds of that on its own are actually quite small, (laughs) considering the billions of people on this planet. So anyway, I could get off on a tangent. But the truth is accountability comes when we link arms and we do it together. Accountability in the form of I can't do this without someone else diminishes your power. And so... I want to ask you in this moment, gently and lovingly, what are you not doing for yourself because you feel as though someone has to keep you accountable before you do it? And this week, as we step into week three of this series, and we now have all of this awareness around what self-care means to us and an expanded version of that, I want to ask you as a takeaway from this episode, How will you take your power back this week? What will you do to bring yourself a bit of accountability? To light that flame a little bit more within you that doesn't actually need someone to tell you to do it. It's the belief in yourself. It's the recognition that whatever you learned your entire life brought you into this moment. And all of it is relevant and all of it is, is powerful for you. So how do we get to use it? And I know this is very broad. I know this episode doesn't have as many tangible journal takeaways in relation to self-care specifically, but I felt that it was really important because as we step into week four 
and we start to talk about and really create this sliding scale for ourselves where we know on our low energy days what we're going to do for self-care and we have options on our high energy days with what we want to do for self-care. If there's no internal accountability with that, then that scale sort of just sits, right? And so I really wanted to present this to us today as a reminder that though accountability from others is powerful, you do have all of the accountability that you need within yourself to do what it is you want to do in this life and when it comes to taking care of yourself, whatever that looks like. I'm going to ask you to do something that I do inside of my Pivotal Collective episodes when we have an intention series and it's just going to close out this episode in a different way. I'm going to ask you to bring your palms together. And as you bring your palms together, if you're available for it, close your eyes. If not, that's okay. And I want you to just feel the pressure of your hands pressing against each other and the warmth that is naturally created just from your palms touching. And I want you to start to rub them together to create even more heat. And as you do that, I want you to consider how powerful you really are. How powerful you are to create a life where not only do you get to care for others, but you get to care for yourself. And as that heat starts to build a little bit, I want you to just say with me, this week, I am taking my power back. This week, I am doing something that is meaningful for me. This week, I am lighting my own flame. And on the count of three, we're going to clap our hands together to not only keep each other accountable in a way where we are holding hands, but also in a way to spread this energy out into this week and do this together. On the count of three, clap with me. One, two, three. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode. And I also want to encourage you to take a look at the show notes. I have a couple events coming up that I would really, really love to see you at. One of them is this Wednesday, April 5th. It is a breathing room at 9.30 a.m. It would be really, really beautiful to see your face there. So take a look at those notes when you get a chance. And I will see you next week for part four. Bye-bye.